Welcome back to Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hansen with you here on the Mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. It's a pleasure to have with us again Jeff Kolpak from the Fans Golf Show, 740 The Fan, our sister station, each and every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And also a longtime uh, beat writer for the Bison for the Forum Sports section. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing wonderful, Derek, and I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, so it's a nice weather, and anytime people complain about humidity and everything that goes along with it, I just think about the April that we had with the weather. So I'm just I'm not going to do it. I think it. I saw a photo of you on a pontoon, so yeah. life is good. Yeah, it could be much worse. That is for sure. There's no question about that. Uh, a lot to get to, and I do want to ask you about a few other things too, and preview the golf show, but. I, I, I'm wondering what you think with uh, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten and all the shenanigans. Uh, can we tell Bison Nation you're probably not going to get invited to the uh, Big 12 or the Pac-12 now still? I mean, can we can we temper that a little bit with all the memes that I see on Facebook? We can yeah, we can certainly temper that. But, you know, there's, there's a certain standing, I think, with academics that the Pac-12's remaining ones, maybe except for Washington State, it's, that's not, you know, the... Uh, the creme of the, the creme of, of the Pac-12 academics, but um, for the rest, mainly, um, yeah, no, there's a certain tradition and long-standing. Um, oh, I don't. I, there's there, there's certain areas of academics that you need to be good at. Yeah, and NDSU is really good, but it, it's not Big Ten and it's not Pac-12 yet, and yeah. it might be a while. So, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. The only thing that could benefit for NDSU is when things go in motion with conference realignment, things have a happen, have a tendency just to, uh, you know, kind of be really crazy. And so if there comes two big, let's say the big 10 and SEC form two power leagues, and maybe the big 12 is in there, you know, where does the mountain West fit? Is there going to be a few left from the PAC 12 that have nowhere to go? And will NDSU, will they form the next group of five? I mean, if there's one power conference, and I, I would imagine they would break away, then, you know, if, NDSU would be, I think, do everything it can to be in that next group, that next wave, whatever it may be. And I've said this for years, and I know I've talked to you about it before, but don't you see just the, the top echelon of these two major conferences? Maybe the ACC will try to stay along and some of the other Pac-12 teams, but you know, the top of the FBS is going to branch off and do their own thing, not have affiliation with the NCAA anymore. They're just going to do their own thing. And then the rest of the FBS and then the FCS, top tier of the FCS, will maybe get together with the NCAA and make their own type of tournament. I don't think there's any other way right now. And I think that NDSU just has to sit by and let the chips fall where they may. Well, it's all about money. I mean, with the Big Ten, they didn't add UCLA and USC because they wanted some, you know, trips to go in the winter for their athletes and their basketball teams that are warmer weather. It's all about money and TV market. I mean, uh, why do you why do you add Rutgers while well, you got the New Jersey New York TV market? You add why do you add, uh, you know why do you add Maryland? Well, you got the DC market. It's all about TV and money. That's what it is. Yeah, no question. And God, I've heard some an astronomical figures what each Big Ten school is going to receive now. What hundred million north of a hundred million? Yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy because of the new TV contract that they have coming out. So it is. I, I think with this and with uh, you know obviously name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portals and all that, it's it goes to show you what I've said all along. When this started becoming a million dollar business turned into a billion dollar business, when you had the UNLV becoming what they were and the Fab Five and Duke and all that, 
and of course, you know, the major college football becoming what it was with TV, you know, really exploding in the late '80s, early '90s. They just didn't get ahead of it. You know, they wanted to. They unlike the Olympics, they just said, "Oh, it's student athletes," and they didn't adjust with the times. And it, now the dam is broken. Here we are. Yeah, no such thing as amateurism anymore. No. That's for sure. I mean, that is that has gone out the window. And you know, even you see it in a much lesser extent here. I, yep. I saw Cam Miller, the Bison quarterback, on a commercial. So by definition, he wouldn't be an amateur anymore. Mm-hmm. By by the old definition of because he couldn't do it, you couldn't accept money for doing things like that. Uh, depending on the amount, I suppose. Yeah, it was a huge. It's it's, uh, it's 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 a different world. We have to accept it. It came so fast that there's no regulations right now, and there probably won't be because once you start, once you open the can, so to speak, of worms, then then so be it. So I I don't know where it's going to go. Nobody knows, but. Do I like it? No, but do I have to accept it? Absolutely. I want to know what it's going to be like for the uh, the basketball recruiters to say, "Oh yeah, by the way, instead of going to the you know the up in the Bay Area with uh, Stanford and all that, and going to you know Washington, be like the coldest thing that you have to go to. Here's your weekend uh, Thursday Saturday matchup in Madison and Minneapolis when you play the uh, Badgers and Gophers. I mean, how would you like to be a, a USC recruiter on that deal? Yeah, and I saw a great tweet, and I've said this before, that uh, what about, the, you know, that's fine for these teams like basketball and football. They all fly charters. So once you're in the air, you know, it's a longer flight, and that's kind of an inconvenience, but you're still in the air. But what about the volleyball team or the soccer team that has to go east all the time, and, and somebody goes, well, they're going to get used to a lot of meals and chilies at O'Hare Airport. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because you, you get to know that airport a lot because that's where you're going to be a lot of layovers and cancellations and, and rebooking. And and I can't wait for the first USC-UCLA sport to have to spend half the night in O'Hare Airport. I yeah. Mean, no, it, you know that's coming. Yeah, for sure. Jeff Kolpak with us, a host of the Golf Show, longtime Bison Beat writer for the Forum, sports writer for the Forum. Uh, golf, as far as it's going, it's rearing and rocking, and I'm seeing the golf courses filling up more and more, so that's the good sign of everything to come for the sport that you love so much. Right, and, and and on Saturday I have um, uh, I, I go into the the Western North Dakota because a seven forty the fan fifth largest AM signal in the country. We go well into Western North Dakota. I think the entire state, right? Right. So I have Tip Doppler on. He's uh, he's executive director of the North Dakota Golf Association, and he and he runs the Bismarck Golf Courses. And he brought up the point that okay, COVID brought along a resurgence of golfers on the courses and, and resurgence of playing and popularity in the game. The big concern this year now with COVID in the rearview mirror, and, oh, I've declared it in the rearview mirror. Has anybody else done that? I, done, right? Right. Okay, whatever. I, I'm just, yeah. But yeah. now that COVID you know, seems to be behind us, the big concern out there was, will it still be popular? And the answer is a resounding yes. It's, yeah. Uh, it's maintained its popularity. So, uh, yeah, Tim, um, we'll have Tim on and, and to talk about that. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, and and, and, and I'm glad it did, you know, because you and I talked about this before. It, it was a little bit, uh, it was a little shaky there for a while. <laughs> you know, and Tiger, yeah. after Thanksgiving, the famous Thanksgiving episode that Tiger and his ex-wife had, it, it really seemed like we were struggling to find stars to follow. Yeah, and I wrote about this in, in a forum about West Fargo not having a golf course. You know, there, there were some thoughts and threats and, and hopes there for, you know, 10, 20 years. But with a downturn at golf, I think it took a, a back seat. But now that golf's really popular again, 
West Fargo's running out of room. Well, there's no room to the south or southwest. Right. So West Fargo could be a booming city, one of the fastest growing in North Dakota, and it will not have a golf course, most likely. I mean, it's just not going to. And I would argue that that there's a, something about a golf course, although not financially the best investment ever, and it's not, but there's something about a community having one that's a source of coolness. It, it just puts you at a different level. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a pride factor. Look at Mandan. Mandan built Prairie West open in the 90s. And before that, they were just they were just contingent on going over to Bismarck and playing. Mm-hmm. Mandan built Prairie West, and it's a source of pride for the community. It, it, it adds another element to that city. And I, it's too bad, I think, that West Fargo is going to probably miss that boat. Because um, um, And maybe Kindred will add one in 1030. Who knows when, you know, how big they'll get. But um, it, it, golf is here. It's here to stay. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's wow. good to hear. So, so you got that coming up on Saturday. Anything you also want to mention? 10 o'clock? Yeah, you know what? Um, a really cool uh, segment. Um, uh, Annette Ambiel is, is a good friend of mine, and I've known her for years. She's a former Bison basketball player. She and a group of gals get together every two years or so and go just go on this trip, a golf trip. You know, whether it's Ireland, they, you know, they, they, they've, they've golfed uh, uh, the old course of St. Andrews, and, and this this year they went to Portugal. And, and so I'm going to have her on, describe all the trips and all the fun times, and just having uh, the just the – I talk about the cool factor – of, of of bonding of, of just doing something like that out of your element out of your comfort zone every couple of years so that'll be a lot of fun all right very good again 10 o'clock on uh, saturday seven forty. the fan and uh, looking forward to it as always thanks so much for your time we'll see you again next week absolutely Derek. good to see you you bet Jeff Kolpak, again, it's a longtime former Bison beat writer, sports writer, and he is the host of the Golf Show over on our sister station, 740 The Fan. Derek Hansen with you. This is Couch Potato Radio here on the mighty 719 104.7 KFGO.